the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here is your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Hello, my friends. I have been looking forward to this broadcast for a long time, especially because I hear all this stuff going on in the world and even in the Christian community, uh, different points of view on different things, and we thought we'd use this as a point and counterpoint broadcast. Uh, The second hour, we're going to have callers call in and give some insights that they think they understand, and we'll share some insights that we think we understand, and between uh, God's Holy Spirit in the midst of these things, we'll come to clearer understandings on this. So we're going to talk about a variety of things. And, you know, let, let me just tell you, uh, in, on this show, if you've heard this show before, you know we like to bring musicians in, too, because uh, God inhabits the praises of his kids. And when we praise him, sometimes he gives us a comprehension that we hadn't had before. So I'm, my, my co-host w- with me in this two-hour period of time, uh, I, I'm going to introduce you to Matt Basson. Hey, Matt, how you doing? Hello, Kaz. <laughs> I'm doing well. Yes, yes, yes. And Ricky Andrade, how you doing, Rick? I'm doing well, yes. Yes, yes. Ricky's got a guitar strapped on close by to let her rip, and uh, so we're going to do that. And 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 I, I think, Matt, you and I, you've been prepped to talk about a number of different things and give some insights. My listening friend, there are so many things going on in the world today and so many different points of view in the Christian community. We thought we'd bring some uh, some closure to this or at least further revelation. You know, the enemy says, don't discuss things. It has, has to be my way or the virtual highway. And we say, no, God gave us the freedom of speech to communicate vertically uh, with uh, God and horizontally with one another. So we're going to apply that today. And we've got the full two hours to do this. We're going to deal with topics that are on your heart and on your mind and may have uh, broached your heart and mind when you maybe have taken somebody into the hospital or you have. There, there's strange things going on. We're going to bring at least some further awareness to this. Hey, Matt? Yes. You're a shofar blower. Yes, you and I, you and I have blown the shofar together. We have, but I, I forgot to tell him to bring the shofar. We're going to start this show with a shofar, and the shofar is typically close to a key of G, so if if we do that, and uh, I'm going to you know, invite uh, uh, Ricky if he wants to just play a little G chord behind that as I blow the shofar. Then we'll start the show, and Matt and you and I will kind of give some of the ground rules. Sure. And uh, Ricky will do some anointed worship that's tied to this. Some of the things may be songs that he already has in his brain, and some of the things may be songs that God is going to give him actually on the moment. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so my listening friend, you know, the Scripture says in Joel and other places as well, blow the trumpet in Zion and sound the alarm on God's holy mountain. Well, this is a time, if ever there was a time, to blow the warning signal because uh, the enemy's got plans, but God's got bigger plans. And so we want God's kids, that's you and I, mm-hmm. you and us, to be able to be aware that the enemy's got strategies, but God's got a bigger strategy. 
And the more we can tap into God, the more we can be privy to his strategies, not only privy to them, but participate in them. So, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, Amen. boys and girls, I'm going to lay a shofar blast, and then uh, Ricky can play a little bit of music bed behind us, and Matt and I will have a little chat, and then we'll get out of this segment of the other segment of the other segment of the other segment of the other segment, and the end. There you go. <laughs> Here we go. Shofar blast. <laughs> brings it down just a little bit. Matt and I can talk over the top of this. Matt, sure. we've we got a lot of things going on, right? And you, yeah. you have a real burden and a heart cry. So I, where are we going with this? Well, you know, it's funny, um, Kaz, you know, I've been so passionate about what's going on in the political climate and the, you know, health arena and just so convinced um, that we have to get a message out there and, and straighten people out, like, yes. you know, and, um, one thing that I know is that I don't know everything, and go. every every year I reflect back on the previous year, and I realize that, you know, I, I believe um, differently today than I did a year ago, exactly. sometimes a few months ago, and what, it, it was a few years ago I realized that that will likely continue the rest of my life, so I want to <laughs> be I want to be open minded. Yes. I don't yes. want to be closed off to the truth. I'm I'm a genuine seeker of the truth. You know, the, the movie. Um, the Matrix oh, yes. is such a profound. Oh yes, uh, take that pill. You know, yeah, and <laughs> and so, um, and then it was years ago. Gosh, uh, near I think when Rick and I first met, what about thirty years ago now? Twenty five years ago, something yeah. like that. Um, and and I realized, you know, reading the Proverbs, I'd read my Proverbs every day, and uh, throughout there it tells us that a person is foolish. And mm-hmm. brutish, like if they despise a rebuke or if they if they can't be corrected. Yes. And and I I would I would think about things and I'd picture a sucker over my head. And I realized, you know, I don't want to be a sucker. I just want to oh seek my. the truth, humbly seek the truth. Yes. And I prayed and I prayed, you know, God show me the truth. Yes. And and so I'm on a mission uh, for truth. And really. you know, many of the people that are listening to the show are on the same mission. And sometimes we get different conclusions than the other person. Right. And, you know, in today's society, you have to have a, a, their point of view or else you're not even it's not even allowed to be shared. We're going to look at other people that may have different points of view that sure. are, most of them are going to be believers. And we're going to have to, you know, w- we write our doctrine in pencil sometimes these days, especially. So all of us are going to be using the pencil and uh, God wants us to weigh and pray. And so we're going to be giving on a sif- number of different topics. We're going to start the topics with the vac- vaccination and the things that are going on and the information and the misinformation as far as that goes. And then in the second hour, we're going to open the phone lines and uh, we're going to deal with whatever our listeners have been stirred to call in about. But the first hour, we're setting the stage. And so, Matt, in one word or one phrase, what's your heart cry for the message that you want uh, God's kids to glean from this? Just one sentence. Okay, so... Well, when we first spoke, I wanted to get the truth out there, yes. but I have a feeling that most of the people that are listening have a pretty good idea what's going on. But what has, when we first talked about doing this show, I wanted to just give all this information yes. that I've been, you know, researching. And I realized that you can't convince somebody right now. People are so dug in and their perspective and their beliefs 
and and we're fighting a spiritual battle and the only way that we're going to win this is with spiritual weapons and so you know a couple of weeks ago I, I thought i need to need to give them the information and then i realized what we really need to do is we need to encourage one another to be praying because i forget about mm-hmm. that and i'll get yes. caught up and and i realized that i can't I can't convince somebody with giving the truth. They just get mad. Yes, and so basically you'd say, seek the truth. Seek the seek truth. The truth. And, and I want to encourage people, regardless of what their opinion is, to be open-minded. Because yes. just recently I've, I've uh, had some family members and some very dear friends that have gotten really sick with the, the virus. Yes, and we want to talk about that. Yeah. So, l- Ricky, I'm going to put it on you here. And there's, it's impossible to make a mistake. Give me a chord. A chord or, that you want to play there, and the 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 phraseology is seek the truth. Whatever Holy Spirit is telling you to to minister in that, take a minute or so, and let's hear what seeking the truth sounds like from a musical point of view. Ricky Andrade. Do, 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 do. Seek the truth, my friends. Seek the truth, Lord. Oh, Lord, help us seek the truth. Oh, help us seek your truth. My listening friend, we're just setting the stage for what's going to happen later on in the show. And uh, Ricky's going to listen to Holy Spirit as we close the segment or even if we open a segment, he, God may give him a song, and maybe one of these are written, already written or not, and we're just going to allow God's Holy Spirit to inhabit that, and uh, so that's going to give us a, a leg up on what the enemy's strategies are. <laughs> and Matt, are you ready to talk more about maybe the injection thing? Sure, yeah, and, uh, you betcha. And we're going to have Ricky uh, orchestrate this and see okay. where Holy Spirit wants to take this. And my listening friends, you're going to be impressed by some of the guests that I bring on. Some of these people don't have the same point of view I know than I have. I'm, I'm strictly saying, do not, do not, do not take the vaccine. And some of these people are saying, yeah, but I think it's okay. And some of these people have the regimen and the authority to be able to say that. So we're going to have a great discussion. My Excellent. listening friend, Matt Basson and Ricky Andrade and right. Kaz, we're going to be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Yes, indeed, my friends. We are back, but it's not Kaz Taylor. It is Matt Bassan. I call him a Christian apologist and a musician and pastor named Ricky Andrade. He has the Shelter Church in La Mesa. Isn't that right, Ricky? That's right. And you guys are doing services on, oh, shall we say Sundays maybe? Yep. Okay, and what time? Uh, 4.30. Yeah, I, you know, I, when I saw that, I said, you guys are cool and laid back, and you've got a, it's a different flavor than many other churches. It and is. so uh, we're going to, maybe we'll get into that as we go. Sure. But this guy, I'll tell you what, he, he's a musician, but he's a heartfelt God listener. And so we try to apply that, and Matt... Basan, my friend, he's been a friend for a number of years right now. Yeah. I knew that we were friends because we were going. To, we went to a Skyline service one time, and we're walking out, and my wife was limping or something like that. And he said, can I pray for you? And he laid a prayer on her that she still recalls. I mean, it's been remarkable. And she goes, oh, that's the guy who prayed for me. And I, I say, that. yeah. And so that's, that's this man's heart. Mm. And that Matt is a prayer warrior, but he's a, 
he's a student of Scripture, too. So when I, I call him a, a Christian ap- apologist, that just means somebody who takes the word, stews on it, and presents that point of view that God has given him. And my listening friend, if you call in through the show, you're going to share some of the things that maybe God has stirred you towards. And we're going to have a nice chat about this, and we're going to allow Holy Spirit to intercede and see what happens. And Ricky's going to play a little bit instrumentally as we go. So, Matt Bassan, here we are in segment two. Um, I think we'll start out with the to- the topic of the jab. I- I'm getting news. I just lost another friend to, to issues that are tied to that. Uh, actually, this person is a Salem media, was a broadcaster and, and works with the Salem media people here. And I just heard this earlier today that this person has passed, not this person, this person's husband. And it wrecks me to know that these things are going on in the world. Now, some may be legitimate passings and others may have been manipulated. Whatever now, it is, it angers me. Now, now, are you talking about from the from the virus or from the vaccine? Well, see, I think it may have been, I, I, I hesitate to say in full, but I know this person um, was forced to go into the hospital and receive some things that yeah, made the, yeah. you know, you know, the situation sure. sometimes you don't have a bunch of say and it's hard for your uh, relatives to actually get in. And oh, yeah. so, so I know you're started with this. Well, well what just, are your just, thoughts? just, uh, I have a friend that may be able to call in. Uh, his wife went through, ha- had COVID bad, had yes. a real bad case of it. He had a bad case of it and their daughter did. And all three of them were right on the edge. And I would love for him to call in. He's driving uh, out in the desert right now. He just texted me and said he's, uh, doesn't have good reception, but, um, I'm hoping that he can call in and share a little bit about his story. Yes. Um, because there there are some really nasty adverse side effects. And, and the, the thing that I have a beef with, I, I think anybody should be able to take the vaccine if they want to, but they should be told about the, informed about the potential side effects. Yes. And um, I have a, a, I don't want to say who it is, yep. but somebody very close to me that I know intimately who was working for the San Diego Fire Department. And uh, prior to the vaccine, they were getting a call, uh, maybe one, call every three weeks. This is just a direct quote. One call every three weeks for a massive stroke patient where they would either uh, pass or they were uh, really serious. Yes. One about every three weeks. And after they started really pushing the vaccines, they were getting three calls a week. That's 900% increase. And because they're required to, when they would roll up, they would always ask if they had recently had the vaccine. And it was always within a day, two, maybe three days. And we're talking heart attacks and strokes. And the thing that bothers me is we know that this is happening yes. and it's being kept from the public. Yes. And it, uh, as I talk to other people who are in the metal, men, medical community, it's being kept by at large from many people in the medical community sure. as well. And a lot of people don't know how to research it because you have to dig a little bit beyond what it says on the uh, the websites of uh, of the different uh, pharmaceutical people. Sure. So, so that's a th- that's the thing. Any any thoughts on this, Ricky? Yeah, you know, um, in in our church, we're dealing with nurses that, um, you know, have concerns, especially because some of them are, are pregnant. And, yes. Uh, they don't. They, we hear all kinds of. Uh, we get all kinds of information sent to each other. You know, when when something's, um, you know, when something's frightening for them, uh, with uh, with the vaccination and being pregnant, and and you know, there's a lot of videos going around. Yes. Some of them, you know, we're not. We don't really know just how well they're uh how well they're uh supported but at the same time there is a concern there are people out there that are claiming that uh uh studies are saying that you know a lot of people are getting hurt especially 
uh, you know, miscarriages are up because of, of the vaccine. And, you know, you're a nurse and you've been out there on the front line and, and you're pregnant. Sure. And now you have to um, choose to take this vaccine or lose your job. Um, so, you know, they're, they're having we're, we're, I'm filling out religious exemptions and, oh and trying my. to help people yes. uh, navigate through this. And it's very difficult because a lot of the rhetoric that's coming against them is, is very negative and, and there's a lot of fear and confusion. Yes. It's just a really difficult time for people, you know, and as a pastor, I'm just dealing with the, the confusion and the pain and we're praying for them, yes. but we're trying to help them. But there doesn't seem to be a lot of help on the other side saying, okay, we're going to, we're going to try to help you get through this. Um, but and but a lot of times they don't even know what to do to help them get through this. This right. is what the challenge is, Matt. Yeah. Man, interjection. Yeah, sure. Yes. So I recently did a health fair here in San Diego. I you know I have the sound and stage company, and I was asked to come in and provide uh, the sound system, and it was a wonderful event. And they had guest speakers, doctors from around the country come in, and one particular was really pushing the vaccine for pregnant women. And saying how safe it was, and I'm just sitting there, and I had heard these studies. There's a doctor from Israel, uh, Zelenka, who uh, is one of the most renowned doctors from Israel, treated Trump, the president of Brazil, a lot of mm-hmm. celebrities. He's, he's a very successful and well-respected uh, doctor from Israel. And as it, most people know, Israel is the most vaccinated yes. country in the world, and they're having the worst side effects with the uh, uh mutations, et cetera. Yeah. And so he had mentioned that uh, the the um, miscarriage rate had jumped up like 80%. And, I know. And, and so this lady at the health fair was really, really pushing the vaccine, how safe it was. And afterwards in private, because I didn't want to be offensive, and I pulled her aside and I, I said, you know, I've been hearing some of these studies, and I'm just curious. And she admitted that, yes— the miscarriage rate has gone up significantly, but her stance was, well, think of the mothers that will be saving, but they're not sharing this information. And I really think that it's, it's unfair to the public to not have all the information. Well, you know, and I understand that point, and you know my position is very vigilant on not taking the vaccination. But the point of the matter is I step back, vaccinations in and of themselves have done a lot of positive things through the years. And so there's no reason for us to think that this would be any different until you get back a little bit more deeply into the research. There's some ulterior motives that are tied to this pharmaceutical drug. And a lot of these things that are going on are patented. So there's reason to profit as a result of that. And every time you get money into the equation, you know, and they may try to hide certain things. And I'll tell you what, there are so many wonderful, wonderful people in the, in the uh, medical community that, that, you know, that they really do believe that they're doing this right. And we're going to be talking with a man who has a great deal of authority. And I, I don't, I want to have a good discussion with him because he uh, has had uh, some experience in this type of thing. And he sees it from a little different perspective than you and I might see it. So we, you know, in in a non-Christian environment, it would be an opportunity for everybody to throw stones one at another. But my listening friend, we're going to have an opportunity to have open discourse on this and see where Holy Spirit takes it. And I want to hear what he has to say. I do too. Genuinely do. I think that, you know, there's a point here that's really unfair is, you know, with this vaccination, um, there's, you know, a lot of people on the other side that are, that are calling everyone who doesn't want to have this, this jab, um, an anti-vaxxer. And, uh, you know, most, I think most of us are vaccinated for quite a few things. Yeah, for, oh, absolutely. Um, and, and we're not really complaining about it, but sure. in this, in this situation, because of a lot of the ways that it's been handled, 
and and the and the how quickly it's been done yes. and the lack of um lack of just information about its dangers and sort of a feeling of a cover up of what's really um about what's really yeah, there. Absolutely. Uh, I, I think that uh, it, it's really unfair for them to just call us all under uh, anti-vaxxers. That's right. We're just, we just want to make sure we're making a good decision. So let's talk this out. Yeah. So uh, we've got about two minutes and 30 seconds in this okay. segment. Do you have any thoughts or anything you'd like to play and sing that uh, deals with this? I'm, we're going to give it to you, and then I'll okay. talk at the, near, the, near the break, I'll break in and talk while you're playing. I have a song that, that I felt like God put on my heart to play. Uh, it's I'll just get a part of it, and I guess. <laughs> hmm. Why do you let this show drag on when so few ever turn it on? But I, well, I'm so glad you let it run. But now the long run is getting long. But whatever happened to the truth, God, did they trade you in for something they could use to sleep at night instead of living right? Instead of living right. Well, my friend... I have a feeling that Ricky's got a bunch more of these things throughout the entire two hours. And, you know, just as he strums, I can, I can hear the, feel the Holy Spirit anointing in the midst of this. And the scripture says God will inhabit our praises. You know, the enemy thinks he has control of the powers of the air. Well, he's the, it may be the prince, but he's not the king of the power of the Amen. air. And that's our Lord himself. So we're going to see there's going to be a spiritual battle going on while we have our radio broadcast as well. So, Matt, I know you're geared up to ch- chat about this topic. We'll start the first hour with this vex a nation sure. topic. And then in the next hour, we will open some phone lines. So, Ricky, you're a remarkable guy. And, oh, yeah, Matt, too. And we will be right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. Well, thank you, announcer. You know, good to have you back. We've got kind of an incendiary broadcast today. I'm calling it kind of an open discussion, uh, counterpoint and point, point and counterpoint. And Matt Bassan, who is, I would call a Christian apologist, is with me. He may not even see himself as that, but I do. And we also have Ricky Andrade. He's got his guitar. And so we're going to, you know, this is not going to be the normal discussion kind of thing that you would hear on the radio because we're applying biblical values. And many of the guests are going to apply biblical values as well. But we're also going to incorporate worship and praise because God inhabits that. And we need God's inhabitation in this, in the middle of these topics. So without further ado, let me introduce one of my one of my best friends, actually. His name is Robin Brown. How you doing, Robin? Great, Kaz. Very good. You know, Robin and I, we sometimes we attend the same same or similar church services and Ray Bentley was doing a service last Sunday and so I had I hadn't seen Robin in a while and Robin and I have been friends for you can count it in decades, can't you, Robin? 
I think about 35. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So decades, but years. <laughs> yeah, 35 decades. Oh, that would uh, age you. <laughs> so, so we were at, at a church environment. So I had an opportunity to make mission because I knew of Robin's background. He's uh, one of the main uh, administrative people in the medical community in the hospital community and has been for years retired now. And so I used, I saw him walking down the exit and I said, it's my opportunity to catch up with Robin. Oh, Robin, Oh, Robin, what do you think about the vaccines and how would you deal with them in your church environment? And Robin, Robin and I have been very straight and heartfelt with one another and he doesn't mince words but he gives it straight from the heart. So, uh, Robin, why don't you start by telling our listeners who you are and your background as much as you care to say, and then I want you to share some insights that you gave me because you know I'm a vigilant, do-not-take-the-vaccination person, and I know that from your background you may have had a different point of view. So we want to share that point of view, talk it through, and see where Holy Spirit goes. Is that fair, Robin? That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Well, just start. I'm, uh, I've been a Christian now uh, for over 35 years, and um, I've been married for 47. Uh, I spent 31 years as a, an executive with Scripps Health, and I would say 20 of those years as a chief executive officer at uh, two different hospitals. My last uh, uh, assignment was Green Hospital on North Torrey Pines Road. Yes. I was there for about years. Yes. So, um, and uh, what else can I say about myself? Oh, uh, my wife and I have five uh, adult daughters. <laughs> yes. One of them is a nurse, isn't that right? Uh, well, two of them are, yeah. actually. In fact, one of them is an ICU nurse uh, at Mercy Hospital, and uh, she gives me an incredible amount of insight yes. on what's happening. I might share a little bit of that, although it's uh, it's anecdotal. I think it 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 it's consistent with other things that okay. I've uh, come across. So, so, so anyway, I, 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 hang on for a second, Robin. My listening friend, you understand that I'm on the clock, and I need to get uh, Ro- Robin and I could have long conversations that last from from uh, from dusk to dawn. So I have to we have to stir each other to keep things. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so we've got about five minutes in this segment. I'd like to have just a little t- time for you to ha- to meet Matt Bassan and have a brief conversation that way as well. But uh, okay. g- give your point of view on things, and you also have a few article or an article or two that you wanted to share as well. I, I have some, some information, but I'll go through it quickly. I think that the it, it's good to get a, a context for these comments. But when I when COVID first uh, appeared, it, you know, for most of us, our primary concern was the and then we heard this in the media was the overutilization of healthcare facilities. At that time, the uh, the death count and the infection rate uh, the infection rate was starting to increase. The hospitalizations, but not so much the the death count. And uh, so most facilities were very concerned about being overrun uh, by COVID patients and then having to divert necessary resources against other critically ill patients, especially cancer, heart, and stroke yes. patients. And so this was a big concern. Once the vaccine was developed, you're talking about uh, the COVID vaccine now. You're not talking about flu or any other well, vaccines. I, I just want I, we need to get to we need to get to the point because uh, I need some interaction time between you and Matt. Okay. So l- let me at the current time now that we have the vaccine, 55 percent of Americans have been fully vaccinated, and the next logical question is: Is the vaccine doing its job? Is it? Is it? 
is it getting is it getting the results that uh, it was intended to get? And I a, a study that I came across a, a couple of weeks ago is by Fiona Havers and her team of scientists looked at uh, COVID hospitalizations from January to July of this year across 13 states for both vaccinated and unvaccinated patients. And what they found is that the vaccinated patients were admitted to the hospital a total of 26 times per 100,000 oh, occurrences. We, we lost you. You dropped out. So say that phrase again, would you, Robin? 20 uh, uh, vaccinated patients were admitted to the hospital 26 times uh, with uh, per 100,000 occurrences. The unvaccinated people were hospitalized 431 times per 100,000. So roughly a 17-time difference um, if, you were, uh, if you were vaccinated. And so Dr. Havisfine, there's some other research that I came across in Los Angeles County that uh, reinforced this idea that unvaccinated are, are actually among the most risky patients uh, uh, out there. And as of the August 26, more than 100,000 people today are hospitalized with COVID in the United States, according to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Resources. And that's not a level that we've seen since January. Okay. And uh, I think the point is this, is that when I, when I talked to uh, my daughter and I said, you know, how's it going? She says, we've got lots of COVID patients. I said, are they all unvaccinated? She goes, no. I say, where? Uh, but she says, none of the vaccinated patients are on the, in the ICU. They're all on med surge, which is a lower acuity, and they tend to stay much less time in the hospital. So the, the major onslaught of hospitals at the current time is from an un- unvaccinated people. And, of course, the, the death rate, the corresponding death rate is, is of the same population. So I think the bottom line for me is this. This is what you can react to. The bottom line is this. While the vaccines don't necessarily protect against infection, because we do know that people with the vaccine are getting infected, as well as they do against severe disease, the shots are keeping people off ventilators and from dying. So that's kind of the bottom line, is that people that have the vaccine are getting infected, not to the same degree, but when they do, they tend not to go to the ICU, and they don't die. Okay. Now, so that's, I, that's my position. Stay, stay with so us, would you, Robin? That, I, that, is, that, that informed me. So when we, when we look at this, I say, look, I'm all about risk management as an individual. I have house insurance. I have car insurance. And when I look at this issue, uh, I want to mitigate risk. And so what I do is I, 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 there's levels of social distancing. There are certain places I don't go. But on top of that, just to mitigate the risk, I've taken the vaccine. So that's that's the position that I've taken. Okay. So, uh, Matt, I know that this is stirring up a few things in your thought, in, in your minds. Anything you want to converse here? Now, he, let, let me foretell you where we are as far as breaks and things like that. Well, theoretically, I'm supposed to take a break in about a minute, minute and a half. So what I'm going to do is we're going to continue this conversation on the other side. I have a phone caller calling in uh, in the next uh, segment as well, but we'll we'll work this out because we've got two hours to do this, and I want to converse on this topic a little bit more. So uh, we've got about uh, two minutes or so left in this segment. Matt, any thoughts, and then be listening if you would 
Robin, and if you could stay for after the break to for to conclude this portion of our conversation, that would be great. And by the way, brother, thank you very much for your insight, Matt. Hi, Robin. Thank you. Uh, you know, I've, I've been hearing similar things. I have some friends that are uh, uh, in the medical field out of state, and I've been hearing that there's certain parts of the country that are having some breakouts, and they're, they are reporting similar things where uh, most of the hospitalizations are unvaccinated. Um, I, I, you had mentioned that this is anecdotal, and I, my question is, are they being treated correctly? Because I have some huge concerns about how they're being treated. Um, these frontline doctors, you know, quote unquote, the frontline doctors, there's some super accomplished, uh, you know, Harvard graduates, peer reviewed journal, uh, praised, um, doctors from all around the world that are having amazing success with what the mainstream medical field would call unorthodox yet, uh, they're having amazing results. And I personally have friends that thought they were going to die and, uh, more than I mean, this is multiple accounts where they thought they were going to die, and uh, through their only option was going on the ventilator, and they chose not to. Yes. And with uh, prescription, uh, they were like within within 24 hours, they knew they were going to be okay, and within you know a couple of days, they were almost back to normal. Oh, so my. my question is, are these people being treated uh, correctly, um, or, or could the they? Uh, could they have more options that they don't know about? Yes. Uh, Robin, hang on to that because I have to take a break. Would you stay with us for the, uh, at least a portion of the next segment to, to talk through this with Matt? Would you be so sure. kind? Yes. Okay. My listening friend. And so we, we, we stirred up a few things here. It's time to converse a little bit. But the thing is, in the conversations like this, different from the world, we have Holy Spirit to intervene. So we're going to try to find some nuances here that are going to help you make some decisions. And I'm going to have another caller calling in. I, this person may call in the, in the next segment as well. But I'm going to probably move her into the following segment. We'll see when she calls in. But so Robin is going to be answering this question by, by Matt Basson. And we will talk more about this when we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Hello, my friends. We have a topic going here. You know, a lot of people don't know how to discuss this or they fig- figure they're being uh, politically in- in- incorrect or socially incorrect because the-, the enemy has defined things in ways that make us reticent to share uh, from our hearts one with another. But in a Christian environment, it doesn't work that way. God gives his kids uh, an opportunity to share horizontally and vertically with him, and that's just how it goes. And, it's, and it, that is illustrated in a thing called the Constitution of the United States and the freedom of speech issues and things like that. So my listening friend, <laughs> we've got quite a topic going here. It's about the vac- vaccination, or as I say, vaccination, and to take or not to take the, the vaccination and points of view from people that have different uh, uh, perspectives on this. And uh, I still have, we still have on the line with us um, Robin Brown, who is a remarkable administrator or retired administrator, a chief executive uh, at one of the biggest and best known hospital systems in California and the United States, the uh, Scripps Green Hospital and others in that system. Robin, uh, I'm going to hand the baton back to you. I, th- I think Matt uh, posed a question 
uh, about, you know, what, Matt, what was the name of the, the online doctor? What was it called? Well, there's doctors all over. There's sitting senators and there's uh, not only are there the doctors, there are the patients from those doctors. And I'm talking like congresswomen and, and senators that Democrat that have said if that they saved their lives, that they they knew that they were on death row. And, and so these, these doctors, the, these doctors, saved their but they prescribed something that may not have been appropriate in some environments. Yeah, it was prescribe. back back early on. It was the hydroxychloroquine yes. with the uh, azithromycin or yeah. whatever you know that cocktail yeah, with the zinc. zinc and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, Robin, so here, here's the question for you. I, and my listening friend, let me let, let me tell you that Robin Brown has been a friend of mine for decades. And uh, we have a good camaraderie in a lot of different sports and things like that. I hate to admit that he's probably better in most of them than I am, but there we go. We're live and on the air. Robin Brown, uh, as a as a chief executive officer in the in the hospital uh, healthcare environment, uh, what do you say about people in the uh, medical community that may not be tied to the environments where you are tied that would prescribe something that perhaps your doctors and your hospital may not prescribe. How do you deal with that? And then and then you and Matt can have a little bit of discussion. And then I have another person waiting on the lines. We may do it her in, in intervention here or discussion here or in the next segment. So Robin Brown handing the baton to YOU. Yeah, I don't want to disappoint you guys too much, but I, you know, I'm not a clinician and uh, I'm really not that aware of aberrant uh, practices. Uh, I'm sure they exist. But I think, you know, we talked about people whose lives have been saved. I'm going to go back to my original point and say this. If, if the thing that people can do to save their life is to ensure that they stay out of a hospital, don't put yourself in a position to need a hospital. That is after the fact. Do everything you can to mitigate the risk of, of uh, infection to avoid hospitalization. Hospitals are not great places to be if you don't need to be there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of immunocompromised folks, uh, and they do the, people do the very best they can, but it's not perfect. Yes. So if, if one is interested in, quote, saving their life, do whatever is necessary to avoid a hospitalization. That's not the time. That's not the battle to fight, not on the back end. Fight it on the front end, yep. and that's why I'm so 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 adamant about people taking vaccines, short of some medical complication that prevents them from doing it. Yes, the 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 numbers, the stats, the data clearly says that you are in a better position from a risk management standpoint if you fully vaccinate. And that's that that's the discussion right now. A lot of people would say that that's an erroneous comment and that the big pharma are, are are presenting things that that the doctors in all innocence they they don't under, they haven't been given the full truth and they're restrained from actually prescribing things like hydroxychloroquine or um, I, other drugs I and things like that Kaz, I don't think we can ignore the hospitalization rates per hundred thousand so all of that all of that what you just said is moot if we focus on the uh, the underlying statistics that we've had more than almost a year's worth of activity that we're able to measure. And the fact of the matter is vaccinated people are not being hospitalized 
at the same rate that vaccinated people are, are yeah. unvaccinated. So yeah. you can't – all these other issues become moot. They're not even germane. The most important issue is does the vaccine – did it do what it was designed to do? Okay. That's, that's the question before us. And if it didn't do what we were designed to do, then we have to come up with another plan of attack. And I think that's part of mass input there. Sorry to jump in on you there. I know I just um, I watched the clock. I'm sorry about that because I wish I had more extended time. Matt, you had a comment? And yeah, then- I do. Um, first of all, what do the Germans have to do with it? No, I'm just kidding because he said Germain. It's not Germain. I told I completely disagree, actually. Um, I, there's uh, um Israel is the most vaccinated country in the world with 85%. We're, we're about 50%, 55, something like that now. And they're at 85%, pushing towards 90. And they have the worst uh, outbreaks of the uh, mutated variants mm-hmm. in, in the world. They are having a disaster. And Fauci was just uh, stood before a congressional hearing just last week where he admitted that uh, herd immunity could very well be the better course. Yeah. And so it's not germane. Well, well, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about infections. I'm talking about hospitalizations and death. Right. That is the that's the target that we need to focus on, not not infections. So either either I those stats that I read earlier, those studies are erroneous or or they're right. They can't be both. And I think, but I think that the the issue, the issue really is, um, are the vaccines, do they really do what uh, the pharmacy, pharmaceuticals say they do, or they have ulterior motives tied to them? According to the CDC, according to the CDC, uh, excuse me, Robin, um, according to the CDC, the survival rate is 99.99%. Hang on, hang on, one one person at a time. Go finish, Matt, and then... Well, uh, according to the CDC, uh, the survival rate is 99.9 plus percent for healthy adults. And so when we're looking at the death rate per hundred... Um, the studies that I've seen, you know, according to the CDC, right on their own website today, right now, uh, it, it breaks down uh, the number of heart attacks that people had COVID. And there's all these co, according to the CDC, his, you know, the, the, the people that are pro-vaccination, according to their resource, there's two to three comorbidities. And so these, there's a lot of COVID, uh, a lot of reported deaths that are not necessarily well i, I sense COVID. right now we're talking slightly different arenas here and then trying to to bring them together to make a point and that's kind of hard to do isn't it robin well i i uh yeah i think i think we're 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 talking two different things and all i'm all i'm focused on is patient safety hospitalizations and deaths and the fact of the matter is is that the the uh the large the, the, the people that are going into ICUs in this country are, for the most part, unvaccinated folks. I want those people to have to have other alternatives. But, but once they get to the and you know, the other thing that's so fascinating to me is, my, is another uh, anecdotal, is when my daughter, she says, you know, invariably, when a person is like one day away from death in the ICUs in the script systems, they always ask for the vaccine hmm. and that's so yeah. that's what we're trying to avoid we're trying to avoid that occurrence from ever happening can people, i i i got make your point in 15 seconds because i got to take a break I'm here robin 
get the vaccine, be safe. Okay, and I, I think uh, we're going to have to let you go here, but I, we, we will use that as a springboard into the next segment, if you don't mind, Robin. Uh, any, any, uh, I out to make a mic a point. I couldn't understand your microphone was breaking up there. Say it one more time. Thank you for the time. Oh, Robin Brown, good friend. God bless you, man. Yeah, thank you very much. All right. Okay. Well, my listening friend, we're going to continue this conversation on the other side of this break, and uh, I think uh, Ricky may have a few songs in, in the immediate future too. And we're going to delve into those, allow God's Holy Spirit intervention into all this stuff. And Matt, I know this just all this did is. Uh, uh, stirred up some things you want to bring up as well. Sure. So we thank Robin Brown and, yeah. and his involvement. And th- what th- what this is telling me is that there are perspectives that everybody has to weigh and pray on this and really come to a, a, a revelation of what God is telling them to do and then be obedient in this. There's a lot of research on both sides, but I'm convinced we shouldn't be taking that vaccination. We'll talk more about these things uh, when Matt Bassan and Ricky Andrade, and a new call-in guest has something to share as well. We'll all deal with all that when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. I'll tell the world. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Well, hello, my friends. See, one of the things that happens when... Uh, Christians get together, God knows we have different points of view. In fact, he built us that way so that we could hash some things out and come come to a realization that it's not us in control anyway, it's him. So we take it as far as we can and entrust God to just intervene. So that's really where we are. This is a vital topic. I mean, there are a lot of my friends that have either taken or not taken the vaccine, and they have some, some have sto- horror story, stories, and, you know, I love I love God's kids, and so I'm frustrated to know that this miscommunication or enemy-inspired uh, events are happening. So, Matt, um, I know there's a person on the line. I've got a couple people holding here, a dear friend, Billy Alexander. I'm going to have her just march in place for just a little bit because her testimony, I think, is going to really— uh, be, the stage is going to be set for her testimony after this next person on the line. And this is a person named Mark. Matt? Yeah, yeah, this is a, a, a very dear friend of my brother. And he, he and his family just went through a very serious bout, him and his wife and their daughter. And Mark, are you there? I'm here, Matt. So uh, Robin, who is one of Kaz's best friends, uh, just mentioned that uh, most people, once they get into the hospital and they, they, once things start to get serious, they want the vaccine. And I was just wondering if you could comment just briefly because we're on such a, a tight time restraint. Could you just kind of give us the Reader Digest version of your experience? Yeah. What happened, guys, is back in December, my wife collected, you know, COVID. And fortunately for me, I have a great doctor friend who is a, also associate pastor and gave Zora some direction, but ultimately she needed to be admitted. Her oxygen levels were in the 70s. She was really suffering, and paramedics took her to the hospital locally in Joshua Tree to the High Desert Regional Center, which is a division of tenant healthcare. The initial protocol was the typical cocktail of remdesivir, of vancomycin, zithromycin. I forget the fourth one they gave her, but um, it was a struggle. Uh, for her for 15 days. Um, 
She said when she was taking those medications, they were given individually, and they're approximately 60 or 90 minutes apiece. But she said when she took the remdesivir, she felt like she was under this oppression, this darkness, like her body was dying. And then she had complications where her blood started to thicken, and uh, they started giving her blood thinners as well. And the research I've done and read on those medications from remdesivir and vancomycin is some of these issues are representative because of those medications. So they explained to her that this could be from the COVID. Yeah. But the more research I've done personally, I don't think that's the case. I think it's a byproduct of the medication. Mark, yeah, there's, there's a lot of uh, a very strong opinion on that, that, that what's actually happening is the medicine is causing these adverse side effects, but they're blaming the the, the blaming it on COVID up to the point of dying, and and so the the COVID is getting the credit, so to speak, for the 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 death or the severe uh, illness rather than the medicine, and and there's some studies that are coming out recently to that effect. Correct, and then my daughter was recently hospitalized. It was deja vu from again in the last 45 days. She's 30 years old. She was 18 weeks pregnant. She was admitted to a hospital locally in San Bernardino County, which I'll leave the hospital name off. The ICU doctor in charge uh, that night was a loner doctor from a different hospital, and he had a very uh, different approach than most doctors. He immediately said, hey, we're going to take um, full charge of you because she's pregnant. They were really nervous about that, and she had lost a lot of weight during her pregnancy. She too received remdesivir. However, she received ivermectin and COVID antibody plasma therapy. So she was admitted to the ICU for four days. Then she was moved to the COVID ward. She too referenced how difficult it was when she took the remdesivir at night. But she was in and out of the hospital released within six days. And all I can attribute to that to you guys, given the depth of her illness, being pregnant, she was very niche at the time, was the ivermectin and the COVID antibody plasma therapy she received. There was just no way somebody that sick and then three and a half days later released back to continue her care at home. My, my. So, so Mark, you would say that the thing that troubled me is you identified this person as a transplant doctor or a transplant uh, yes. uh, medical person. They don't, you know, they don't necessarily have to follow protocol uh, of the other doctors necessarily. Uh, you know, some of the things that I've been hearing is some people that are coming in uh, that they may have ulterior motives, and you don't, you know, you you take whoever whomever has been assigned to you, your hospital, and there, that may be a big issue as well. Matt, are, are you sensing the same thing sometimes? Yeah, well, my question for you, Mark, is what are your thoughts on uh, getting the vaccine at this point when you, your wife, and your daughter had severe COVID? Um, that's a great question, Matt. I'm going to say it's a no for me, and let me explain. When my daughter became ill, this was about 45 days ago, she was 18 or 20 weeks pregnant, and the only one that could help her she has three little children, was my wife. And my daughter was deathly afraid that if my wife was down there because she had COVID and her husband had COVID, that my wife would recontract it and die. So two of my doctor friends who are close friends of ours, both believers, one's a sociopath I referenced, told her that because Dora had the COVID antibodies, which she's been tested for, COVID antibody one and two, 
that she was basically going to be immune or it's going to be as good as it could get. Mm. Dora spent 10 days in that home before Marcel was hospitalized with Marcel and her husband in that place, never leaving, never got a sniffle, never had any symptoms whatsoever. And and you bring up a good point, Mark, is that with the variants, um, the best thing, the best protection against the variants, which are more deadly, is if you already had COVID and you have the antibodies. Right. I, I, and, yeah. I, and Rick, you're going to say Rick something? may have something to say in, in light of that as well. We've got about a minute left in this right. segment. Right. You know, go, no, go ahead. Wanna, I just wanted to say that, you know, to me, one of the one of the reasons why it's so difficult for people to just, you know, follow along with the, the narrative and just get the vac- vaccinations is because, you know, there really is no discussion on natural immunity. If, if someone, you know, had polio but beat the polio uh, virus, and th- are they going to then open up their arm for, for the polio vaccine? I mean, you've already, right. you're already a survivor. So there's no real language and, and there isn't any dialogue. discussion or dialogue about natural immunity. And, and, of course, the studies, there's 15 studies and, a, you know, this professor at, uh, at George Mason University won a lawsuit against George Mason University for the vaccine mandate because he had antibody tests, he had the antibodies, and he showed that there's no reason for him to not have an exemption from the vaccine since he had the antibodies, and they're, they're a fuller spectrum when you've survived COVID, you have a fuller spectrum of coverage. And so why isn't there a discussion about that? Why aren't that's there exemptions that's for, right. for survivors? That's right, a discussion. Well, and also and, and the discussion. We've got about less than a minute. So. Okay, the, the other discussion is no one knows the long-term effects. Yes. And so if you have a 99.9% survival rate, which contributes to a stronger society with herd immunity, why are we pushing the vaccination so hard? I've never seen anything so relentless yeah. yes. uh, in my life. My listening friend, we're going to explore this a little bit more. But, uh, Mark, thank you for joining us and sharing your insights. I know you have other things going on, so we'll let you go. My listening friend, uh, I, I, I know we've opened what we would say a can of worms here, but the truth of the matter is the truth can handle scrutiny. That's right. Uh, lies don't. Right. And so what we're trying to do is get to the truth here and then come to conclusions based on that truth. In the next segment, we're going to have a caller who's been a friend of mine and a co-minister. Her name is Billy Alexander. She will be on and give you some insights about her point of view regarding taking the vaccine. And her point of view is going to amaze you because she God has given her some insights that we want to share with you as well. Matt, are you ready to come back after the segment? Absolutely. And Ricky, I know your fingers are ready to play the guitar a little bit too. So we're going to have you do a little bit of both in the in the, in the in this next hour. And we're going to allow God's Holy Spirit through worship and praise to have his say through the music that you play. My listening friend, we will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Well, hello, my friends. Uh, my calling right now during this show is to give you information, but I, what the concern is, and this is where the challenge always is, is sometimes the proliferation of different facts, cloudy, make, make, make the topic cloudier than it does uh, crystallize it. And so my concern is uh, we have to be very delicate here in being able to present the truth, but not make it so confusing that you don't even know where to start or how to ask the questions. So I have a person on the line here that has been a friend of mine, a ministry friend and a co-partner in many things, Limitless Realms International Ministries, Billy Alexander. Hello, Billy. 
Hey, Kaz. How you doing? Oh, I'm blessed. I've been listening carefully. I've been praying in the spirit. Yes, yes, yes. Let me kind of give a little background here. Matt uh, is with us, Matt Basson, and he's kind of a, a, the Christian apologist for this show. And he has done a tremendous amount of research in things like this. Uh, and he has some very definite insights on this. And then Ricky Andrade is doing guitar things, but he also is a pastor. And the name of your church again is Shelter, right, the Shelter, Shelter church. church. And so he has people with whom he has to interact and give insights from from a pastoral standpoint. But I thought it was very you, – you and I have been ministering together for years and years, and you knew early on my stance as far as do not take the vaccine. And sh- share your story. We, you know, Take a couple minutes to share your story, and then let's talk about it, would you? Because, you, you know – when you knew my stance on things like that, and your comment was, I asked God exactly, I know the issues as well, and I asked God this question. Share that story, Billy Alexander. I will. And, um, you know, I, I I respect and honor every person on, and my heart has been uh, really broken for the people who have gone through such turmoil and have been victims of so much. Uh, so I, I'm real tender toward that, Kaz, but I was asking God specifically after my research, knowing what the vaccine has, and I just said, Lord, um, you know, I want to know about this, and I heard the Lord so strong. It was the Father's voice. It wasn't Jesus' voice. It wasn't the Holy Spirit. It was the Father's voice, because I know all three, and he said, Billy, do you trust me? And I said, yes, Lord, I do trust you. And he said to me, do you trust me as much to take the vaccine as much as you would not to take it? And that was what he said to me. As soon as he said that, I said, I trust you with my life, Lord. And when I said it, a great peace, like a like warm oil came down on me just um so strongly. And my doctor called me the next day, just out of the blue. Doctors don't usually call you. But my doctor called me and said, uh, I will you you want to take the vaccine? I have one if you want to take one. And I said, yes. And that piece came back over me again. So, Billy, um, let me ask you this. So, this, is, this is an important yeah. part of the story. You had contracted COVID of sorts uh, before this and I you had, had overcome it, had you not? I had the COVID in September coming back from a trip in Texas. And so, I think I may have gotten it on the airplane. I don't know. So, but so uh, you had uh, overcome it. You, you, your antibodies just said, okay, we identify this. And, and you were, you, you became well in the midst of that. So you taking the vaccine is kind of uh, after the fact, the fact that you'd over already overcome the uh, COVID virus. Is that an accurate statement? That's right. Uh, but but let me just say this, because this is my stance, okay, because it's not a take it or not take it. It has nothing to do with that on my stance. Uh, my stance is we've just come out of a major uh, time with the Lord. They're called the Feast of the Lord, and they are to awaken God's people. And, uh, you know, Kaz, you and I study these feasts, and we're teaching them to God's people and uh, about being awakened to the voice so that when tabernacles comes, we can learn to abide with him. Um, and and so my mind is always on 
God's people hearing the voice of God. And this is my stance in this. He says, my sheep hear my voice. And I mean, it's not that they might hear. It says they hear my voice and I, I lead them out. And uh, I believe because of COVID, uh, you know, that when that, that pandemic came, it, it brought people back to a place where they're not listening to every other voice, even their pastor's voice. I'm a pastor. I understand that. But it's not about, uh, you know, listening to the voice of man or doctors or all of these scientists or anything first. But first, listening because you belong to him, listening to the voice of God. And my my thing with God, he said to me right after that, he said, listen, have I not written, if you eat, drink any deadly thing, uh-huh. it will not harm you. And if you lay hands on the sick, they will recover. Well, I do know this, but I do know that the, the church on a whole, I'm talking about, you know, we're in a world war right now with this, and the church on a whole have has compromised with so many other doctrines and everything. We don't look at the word first, or I mean, that's not our first inclination. And he's bringing back an awakened church to believe what he says and to say what he says and to awaken us in a place because worse is coming. Can I just tell you, he said worse things than this is coming. And so our, our, our stance is first, we must put the word of God in our heart and in our mind and in our mouth because um, uh, things like this is going to get worse. And, uh, and I know people who have stood on the word and they died. Okay, I understand that. And, but but I do know what God has said, and this is, we can't, you know, we just have to go back to what God's word is and what Jesus did on the cross and where uh, we have to believe God in a, in a deeper way, a wider way. And I just say, church, let's don't fight on this. Let's get our, let's come together and come up higher and work together and begin to help people put the Word of God and the authority of God back inside of them. Yes, yes. Billy Alexander, thank you for your insights there. Uh, I, uh, I'm i going to let you go because we, we have, we, I want to tie this together with a number of other things. My listening friend, okay. Bill, Billy Alexander, one of the most remarkable Bible teachers and a lover of Torah that you will meet. Billy Alexander, my dear sweet friend, thank you for your insights. Love you, Cash. Y'all be blessed. Love you, Bless too. Bless you, too. Thank you, Billy. You know, we have another person. I'm going to bring this person on in the next segment. But here's the deal, Matt. You know, we in our mind when we were considering doing this show, it wasn't it didn't play out like it's playing out today. No, no. As a matter of fact, you and I had talked about we really wanted to emphasize how important it is to speak to God's people, encourage them to be praying. We this is a battle. It is a spiritual battle and we will not win it with physical, godly earth or I mean, excuse me, earthly weapons. It has to be spiritual weapons, yes. and the the strongest weapon we have is prayer. And yeah. so you and I had talked about this. I really wanted to encourage people to, um, you, you're not going to talk somebody, you're not going to reason somebody into this on either side of it. And Billy brought up a, an amazing point 
you know, we cannot um, determine our scripture based on our experience. We have to determine scripture based on scripture. If and God also says, relationship. Yeah, that's right. And so uh, she brought up a really great point for me. I don't want to get the vaccine. I, I feel that it's uh, it's based on a lie. However, that's not the point. The point that you and I wanted to make on this show today was we want to encourage God's people to be praying for one another. Pray that the truth would shine and and expose the lies. Yes, because truth welcomes scrutiny. I mean, it, well, if you're telling the truth, you go to a job interview and you're telling the truth and they say, can you prove that? You're like, absolutely. Yeah. I want to prove it. Yes, yes, yes. Right. So my listening friend, here's the deal. We've got, uh, uh, let's say 30 minutes worth of show left. Mm-hmm. And I've got another person calling in that wants to give a little bit of insight, but I asked him if he wanted to give insights on anything that's going on in the world that he believes that the Judeo-Christian value is being violated. And so I'm not sure exactly where he's going to go with this. But let me let me start with this, and, and Ricky, God may just give you some. We're, we're going to spend the last segment of the show worshiping. Amen. So be ready for that if you'd be so kind. But he, Billy said this, listen to the, God's directive and obey. And and we know, I know that the vaccine is a very, very, very dangerous thing. But is it possible? We know one of the things that has to happen in, in from a scriptural standpoint is uh, the the gospel of the kingdom must be preached in all of the world, and then the end comes. Is it possible that Billy used a scripture in Mark, and it says, "These signs shall follow them that believe in my name; they shall they shall." Uh, cast out devils, they shall lift up serpents if they speak any deadly thing. If they drink it or take it, any deadly thing, it will not harm them. They lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. This is the Rexall to the enemy trying to wreck it all. And so uh, is it possible that God will use his healing power like throughout the Old Testament and new uh, against this uh, vaccination and people that have taken it and that are experiencing the woes and concerns that they're seeing and Research has given them. You actually mentioned that last week when we were talking. And all of a sudden, they apply these scriptures, and God is healing these people contrarily to what any you know pharmaceutical strategy was. All of a sudden, Jesus is healing people. Can you imagine this great influx of souls into the kingdom? And, and Billy being told by God to take it, I, I believe that that's part of it. Anything that happens against her, God is going to heal that and use that as a testimony. Well, you know, I think it's important yeah, to say that we've already been healed in <laughs> yes. Christ. Um, he does not promise us in this life that we won't have tribulation. Yes. We will have tribulation in this life. Part of living out our walk of faith is is knowing the word, knowing how to rightly divide the word, and then walking out that word. Yes. And, and yes, some of us will die of COVID. Some of us will die of the flu. Some of us will die of uh, of, a, of a car accident, um, because in First Samuel two six it says the Lord killeth and the Lord maketh alive, yes. uh, and so we have two different worldviews that yeah. are clashing here. In the church, people want to have people who are he- vac- vaccine hesitant are not suicidal. No, they want to live. They want to live the best life that they can unto the Lord. My wife says, you know, I don't want to be sick. I don't want to be sick with a vaccine that, that cripples me. She said, I don't trust the vaccine yet, and I've already had COVID. She, yeah, she and so I, why would you take Yeah, she and I got COVID, uh, you know, first exposed to it before there was a vaccine. So we're like, hey, you know, we're not, you know, we're under 55 years old, so 
are our risk factors for just riding it out and not taking the vaccine. Um, it seems to me the best factors for us. Yes. And, uh, and we, you know, we see people that are older and, and they should probably have that vaccination. They're the last years of life and anything could take them out. I'm not, a, I'm not saying just like Matt, I, I'm not saying you can't, shouldn't take the vaccine. That's a choice that you have to make, but to, you know, uh, you know, put your risk factors on, on the rest of the population, on children, for, for vaccination, yeah, we've, we've seems got to, to go be, into um, a break. I'm, I'm yeah, running late. I just want to interject, interject something really quick. The, the the challenge that I have with taking the vaccine or not taking the vaccine is people do not have all the information. Yes, yeah. have all the information. That's the problem. If you're not getting the if you don't have all the information, then you're not somebody's keeping an informed. Yeah, somebody's keeping something it. from you. We're going to talk more about these kind of things, but I'm going to be bringing a, a caller in that may have some other things. Part of our strategy was to talk about whatever callers wanted to. So we'll see where this caller takes this. And uh, we're going to use the whole last segment to give this up to the Lord with the uh, guitar excellence and the singing of Ricky Andrade. You're too kind. <laughs> My listening friends, we'll be right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on k Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on k Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on k Well, hello, my friends. Welcome back to Come Together San Diego. I have in the studio with me Matt Bassan, and he is a Christian apologist, and we have some things geared up to share if somebody broaches the topic. And, and uh, we've been uh, kind of talking about the COVID, va- the vaccination and the virus and things like that. So I'm going to open it up more broadly. But in the background, you're going to be hearing the music of remarkable musician and pastor Ricky Andrade with the Shelter Church in La Mesa. And so he's been kind enough to play a little bit of music in the background here, but we're going to be preparing to have him lay it all out uh, in the last segment. So thank you, Ricky, my brother. So on the line with us is a friend also. You know, it's funny that uh, many of the callers are my personal friends, but, you know, in your own field of friendship, my friend, you realize that there are a lot of people that have a lot of different variations that are believers, and God is asking us to have horizontal and vertical relationship. And some of the horizontal relationships, other people are going to feed us with different point of views that we hadn't had before. And we feed them as well. And when, when, when there's a disagreement, we just take it to the other individual that's involved in here, father, son, and Holy spirit. And, uh, they temper us and, and, and then, uh, we move on from there. I, I have on the line with me, uh, one of our prayer warriors here on come together, San Diego, his name is Arnie or Arnold. Jackson and I, I when he when he was um, I asked him to call I said you know we're gonna we will have dealt with the COVID virus content we haven't finished it by the way but nonetheless but there's some other things that I know that, that are stirring you Arnie they may be border or wall or immigration issues or Afghanistan he, he's a military guy or maybe the federal government overreach or state government overreach or social issues or Trump related stuff so <laughs> I'm very interested, Arnie Jackson, to see what God has stirred you to talk about here. And uh, I'm going to have Matt available to give color commentary as you go. So, Arnie, are you there? 
Yes, I am. So, oh, pleasure. By the way, Arnie is a prayer warrior. He's praying over this show as well, so I thought it was not uh, stretching the request to ask him to call in as well. So what is Holy Spirit telling you, Arnie, as far as the topics that were aforementioned here? And what do you want to give as far as insight? And I'll invite uh, Matt Basson to give color commentary. Arnie Jackson. (laughs) Thank you. Well, I agree with what Billy said, and she touched on a few of those things, because I've been put in situations where um, uh, I had to trust the Lord and uh, take away my fear, because back in 84, when there was a um, uh, uh, AIDS outbreak, uh, I had to witness to a guy, and it was a situation, and uh, God told me, don't fear. You go up to him, put your arms around him, love him, because he was like, he was in this park where I was, uh, uh, there was an art fair going on, and I was in charge of it, and it was down in Chicago, the Water Tower art fair was really big, and there he was in a, a box, and there was four, and I love the firemen, I support police and firemen, but four firemen were throwing rocks at this box, and they were taking, you know, pot shots, and I was wondering what they were doing. Because my booth was right behind where uh, the park there, the fence. So this guy comes out, and next thing you know, he looks like this cross-dresser, old wino, and his, his hat's half-tilted. He's got a dress on. He's got a purse. His lipstick's all smeared. And I yelled at the fireman. And for some reason, they must have had the anointing on me because they froze, and they dropped their rocks, and they went away. So you leave <laughs> him alone. Well, he, he came, and he sat down on the bus bench there. And my dad was there, too, because he is the one who started this whole art fair. It was his business. So uh, he looked at me because everyone was scared, you know, and he's going to catch something. But God said, you go, because it was fear. He said, you just do it, and I'll protect you. So I put my arms around him, and then he put his head on my shoulder, and he started crying. He goes, I don't want to do this. Please help me. And I said, well, listen, guess what? God loves you, and you know what? I'm going to pray for you. And when I – it was a divine appointment. But there was another time in the service. Now, I don't I just want to fast forward. Uh, um, th- there was a war going on in Kosovo, and I had to take the anthrax shots. And the, the skipper came in and says, this is a direct order. And if you violate it, you will be court-martialed and blah, blah. So the officers, they, are, they have the, what do you call it, they're commissioned. They can resign if they want. But if you're enlisted, you're under orders. You have to take it. So I happened to have a scene chief who was a boss, and me and him, we prayed over it because we knew what was going into our bodies, and it hurt. And they never said what that was about. Matter of fact, when I was able to go over there and take some Navy SEALs over, because we transported them uh, uh, right over on the other side of the mountain, uh, um, they said, well, and I did it for a whole year. I took these shots. They said, it's the wrong kind. It won't protect you against the chemical warfare they're using. I go, why did they give it? Next thing you know, they never said anything else of it. But the whole time when we took it, it really hurt. We so, it made your arm, yeah. But anyway, so going on, this is what I um, feel. You know, I was watching Rick Renner. Okay, we've only got about a minute and a half. Can you believe how quickly it goes? So I, I need you to get to the yeah. point on this, and then okay. we're going to talk about that and, and give uh, Ricky an opportunity to worship. Them. I really feel that we need to be a witness, and we need to wake up every morning. We need to really be, you know, to communion and taking it. We need to have on the armor because the enemy, like Billy said, Okay, what's the worst that can happen? Let's, uh, we, in the military, we uh, plan for the worst, hope for the best. The worst is we die. There's been some good people die, but we can die believing, still believing in God. And, and what we can hope for is that God will give us the breakthrough. And Rick Renner was talking about this Halloween. Sometimes we as Christians, we let ourselves get lulled in 
by the enemy and demonic forces, even though greater is he is in us than he is in the world, and that's First John. But the chapter later, First John 5, he says, stay away from idols because there's demonic influence there. So I think we've been lulled into this. The church has, and we have to separate ourselves. This is a time of separation. This is down to we're not messing around. This is real warfare, and you have to – you can be uh, – influence wrongly and that's what the enemy's done he's caused division into the church that's the worst thing that's been happening yes we all need to come together we do and and hold hands as one in the name of the lord and 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 be a witness because that's what god has called us to do be a witness that's very good arnie arnie jackson thank you so much for sharing your insights that is a a perfect way uh for us to move into another segment matt has a brief comment but i'm going to let you go arnie and so say thank you very much for your insight and weigh and pray on the words that arnie says this is a time for us to listen and obey but also go out and showcase god's love in our actions matt just real briefly years ago years ago a couple of decades ago, there was a homeland, a homeless man that I got that I watched get hit by a semi truck, tractor trailer. Wow! wow and wow. Um, the paramedics, I think I called the paramedics. Anyways, they they arrived, and he was still alive, and they put a body bag over him. And wow. I went up, and I'm he's still alive. He's still alive. I checked his pulse personally. This guy is still alive. And they just said, "You need to get back." And I was really freaked out. I didn't know what to do, and so I called a, my, a pastor friend of mine. And he said, was Jesus there? And I said, yeah. And he said, do you think Jesus can handle this? And I, it made me realize, and I just, I don't know why that popped up in my head, but I think Arnie brought up a good point, is that we have to love. If we get to in a, into a dialogue and it starts going a little sideways, we just have to bless our friend and say yes. we love you and know that God is in control. He's on his throne. He hasn't lost control. He knows everything that's going on. And we are first and foremost called to love. And boy, I need to remember that you know that's exactly right and so that you actually set the stage for uh ricky andrade in the last segment we're going to apply everything that we've heard and we're going to incorporate the worship of god in this and once again arnie thank you for calling and matt uh, it's a pleasure and uh, ricky next segment let's uh, take everything we heard and condense it into a song that god gives you and my listening friend it's time to take on god's armor through worship and praise in the last segment and matt basson And Ricky Andrade and I will be right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Cass Taylor. Well, welcome back, my friends. Can you believe it? The last segment of the two-hour show for Come Together San Diego and I wasn't really sure when we began the show. I knew it was going to be incendiary in many ways because we hit a topic in particular or more that dealt with, you know, COVID virus and things like that. And a lot of people in in the faith have different points of view. So we wanted to bring those to surface. And I'm not so sure we came up with a definitive answer other than the Holy Spirit, uh, God's plans are in control and we just have to listen and obey. Matt uh, Bassan is with me and, you know, I identify him as a Christian apologist. We want to briefly make a comment here and then we want to hand it over to Ricky to to what God has stirred with him to use that uh, musical instrument and the vocal cords of his musical instrument as well to minister as we close the show. So what do you think as we well, close my, this? Um, this my minute? closing thoughts would be that um, this is clearly a spiritual matter because uh there are people that are just 
typically very open to new ideas yes. and things, and they just will not even consider information on either side. I mean, the, the, it's so polarized. And so, um, you know, we have to love and we need to pray. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, that's that's really the most effective thing we can do. And if God, you know, God gave Matt the desire to dig into things. He, he doesn't take things at face value. He goes, okay, well, people are saying this. And so he finds resources. And some of these resources, he sends me notes and say, have you seen this? I go, no, I haven't seen this. And I'll tell you what, they are resources that are remarkable, but the, but the enemy of God is hiding them. And they're credible. They're credible. I mean, these are really accomplished, credible people. Yes. And their opinions are worth listening to. Yes, yes, yes. So that's kind of a mandate to you, my listening friend. Don't take things at face value. Take things from Holy Spirit directives. I'm going to hand the, the, baton, the baton over to you, Ricky Andrade, and there are some things that you want to share verbally and uh, maybe some music that sure. is tied to it. So we have five minutes or okay. six minutes or so in the segment. Ricky Andrade. Well, I want to thank you, Kaz, for, for allowing me to be with oh, you guys. an honor. My good buddy Matt from, you know, from 20-plus years ago. Uh, we've done a lot of ministry together, um, a lot of music too. Um, but uh, when he invited me, I'm like, you know, I haven't done music, you know, live on the air and spontaneous like this in a long time. I, I was part of a band called the Dance Floor Prophets. I was a Christian singer, songwriter, and artist. And um, and you can hear us on YouTube if you want to listen to those records, Dance Floor Prophets. But it's Christian music, and, uh, you know, we did a lot of things like that way back when, but I've been a pastor mainly for the last decade. Uh, but it's a wonderful thing to be part of this conversation because um, it needs to happen. It needs to happen. Uh, we need more open discussion about uh, the issues. They're complicated, and um, I think it, it is it is so polarized. It's painfully polarized. Anyway, uh, my my goal here is just to is just to encourage everyone that um, it's really about Jesus, and in Christ, you know, all the promises that He's given us are are a good reason for us to to carry on to uh, to hope for the. To hope for for the God's best in our lives as we follow Him, and um, and to just rejoice in the gospel. Mm, so you're going to tell us what that sounds like right about now, Ricky Andrade. <laughs> My crime brought you pain, and your chain set me free. Now I'm tied to this train And you took on trouble for me Now I know my mind And we never could agree But my rope is unwinding And you took on trouble for me With a capital T Now when you say that
my feet Now I see your feet instead Yeah, you took on trouble for me With a capital T You took on Trouble for me With a capital T You took me on Oh Jesus You took me on You took on trouble for me With a capital T listening friend. Thank you, Ricky. You know, we're in a place right now, Matt, I, I know you don't agree. We, we, it's the old traditional church mentality, the traditional relationship with God. And, you know, I go to church on on the Sunday or, or Easter or Christmas, and I do that thing, and then I just go about my own business. This is not business as usual. This is, we're in the most vital times, perhaps in biblical history right now. I am. I totally feel like I have Holy Spirit goosebumps. Holy Spirit bumps. It reminds me just listening to Rick when we we would be out uh, doing music. You're at a gas station. You see somebody, and I would ask people just out of the blue, "Is there anything I can pray for you for?" And I can't tell you how many times people would start sobbing. Or my mom was just diagnosed with cancer. Or you know, I just lost my job, and the world is hurting, and we are on borrowed time. And we need to be sharing God's love. And boy, what a sobering reminder for me. More than ever before. I mean, the the past ways of doing church, you know, in fact, maybe uh, 12 months ago or something like that, the the rules have changed dramatically. And the enemy knows he has a very small amount of time left. He's pouring the bad stuff all out. But God's smiling and goes, you're playing right into my hand. You always overplay your hand. Right that on. gives me the opportunity to show forth my grace and glory in these contrary times. Isn't that right, Ricky? Amen. My listening friend, it's been such a joy for us to share some insights with you, Ricky Andrade. What a remarkable guy. We, we need to have you come on and we just devote the entire two hours to whatever Holy Spirit tells you musically. And we'll just stroll there and Matt might be offended if he's not included in that mix, I'll tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to be. (laughs) And so, Anytime to share Jesus. The pleasure. Matt Basson, thank you so much for sharing with me. We've only started our little dance together on things like this. Uh, And my listening friend, you and I, we've only started our little dance together on this as well because God is going to intercede, and there are going to be people that have contrary things. They may have to do with vaccination. Uh, They may have to do with the border or the wall or immigration or Afghanistan things or the government overplaying their reach uh, or social media issues. We know all about those or even a guy named Donald or Donaldo Trump, number 45. A lot of things are going to be happening right now. And our obligation is to stay very tight with the Lord vertically, but also do not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. So God bless you guys, and all three of us say God bless you at the same time as we go out and know that Come Together San Diego is built for you and for you to communicate what God has given you. So God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Thanks for joining Kaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. 
Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.